Caitlin, and the snow outside is slowly starting to melt. The warm weather is coming out, so that means this week's feed is on spring. Which happens to be my favorite season. Flowers bloom, and the weather gets so much warmer. It's true. In spring, it's probably my second favorite season, but it's always nice knowing that summer is right around the corner, and with that comes a lot of outdoor activities and outdoor sports. So I decided to take a look at one specifically, and that's golf. Everyone has a favorite season, whether it be the holidays that come with them or the weather or many different activities that you can do once they come around, there's always something fun to get excited about with each season that comes to pass. Spring is no exception to that and in some cases can be the most popular season of all, with the snow melting, the leaves coming back, and that fresh smell of spring in the air. There are so many different things that can be done over spring, activities, festivals, places, parks, and locations to see, enjoy, and take part in. There's plenty of things that can be done right here in Edmonton that makes spring the perfect season to enjoy everything that is around us. But for some, the spring season means the beginning of just one thing, golf season. I talked to Kevin Hogan, the head pro at Victoria Golf Course, about opening up in the spring and the high demand he faces. Here, well, we're hoping to get the range open here sometime in the first week of April. Uh, it's all weather dependent. We've uh, cleared most of the field from snow, so we're just waiting for a little bit of a melt, and hopefully we'll get that open. And the golf course, hopefully by the middle to the third week of April. Busiest time for the range is as soon as we open up. People have been waiting all winters. Despite the nice weather that comes in the early stages of spring, sometimes it doesn't always stay. Yeah, we've had years where all of a sudden we open, it's beautiful, and then all of a sudden, first week in May, we get a snowstorm or shut for a week. But uh, I guess the only part about that is, you know, it's not going to last long. But uh, hopefully we get a, a good start and, we, you know, go rain right summer. We've kind of been shortchanged the last few years. Even when the weather isn't ideal, in the first stages of spring, people will still show up. Cold and rainy, we'll have uh, people over at the range hitting balls just because, you know, it's been like almost seven months before they, since the last time they got to hit golf balls. And for any avid golfers out there, Kevin says the Victoria Golf Course will be going through some renovations this year. We are going to be doing a little renovation at the range where we're going to get some patio furniture and possibly some music and uh, food available at the range for the summer. So uh, that's something to look forward to coming in the next uh, probably month, month and a half. The beginning of spring means there's ways for people to get out more and start doing things in the nice weather again. Heading down to the River Valley for some golf always seems to generate a high level of interest from people in the city. And even if you're not much of a golfer, enjoying an afternoon on the green could be the perfect activity just for you. Yeah, and I myself have never been a massive golfer. I always love hitting up the driving range every year, though, and just the idea, like I said, of being out in nature during the spring. I love that. It's just so great. Caitlin, are you much of a golfer? Um, If driving the golf cart around counts as golfing, <laughs> then yes, I golf. I'll take it. And with this nice spring weather comes beautiful flowers. Yeah, and we've got True here to tell us a little more about spring flowers. For me, spring is the most transformative time of year. We see a great change weather-wise, the days grow longer, and we all seem to be happier. Personally, in spring, I tend to change at least one thing in my life. 
April showers bring May flowers, that is what they say, but if all the showers turned to flowers, we'd have quite a colorful day. Spring has two major looks. Gray, when all of the snow is melting and everything looks the same. Then one day, almost overnight, the grass turns green, the trees start to bloom, and you can start to see flowers grow. If you don't have allergies, you probably love spring. One of my favorite professions is being a florist. They get to work around beautiful and unique flowers every day. Madison Scott has worked as a florist for six years. At first, she started as a seasonal worker. Spring is the time of year where the business starts to pick up again. Mother's Day is our busiest day of the year for all florist shops, so we have to make sure we have placed our orders at least four weeks ahead, early April. In April, more foot traffic starts coming into the shop, mostly inquiries over weddings. It's very important to keep fresh and new arrangements showcased, creating a welcoming environment. Mid-April, we hire one, if not two, seasonal workers for mid-spring and summer. The first week of May is normally slower, so this is when we train new hires. During this week, we start slowly offering grad deals. The last three weeks, we get very busy with making wedding arrangements. Spring is a busy time for retail shops. Flower shops are no different. Spring is a popular time for weddings, whether it's the ceremonies or engaged couples preparing for their wedding. There is a lot of work and planning that goes into weddings. You need to be 100% on the same page with your clients. Completely understanding the color scheme is important. It's better to see the colors in person rather than relying on name colors. It's also great if the customers can see and hold the flowers you're planning on using for their arrangements. With all the wedding and grad orders that happen during spring, what's the job like? Many people think that being a florist is a laid-back job. It's not. There is a lot of planning and organizing. Being a florist is a lot more work than you'd think. There's much more planning. One summer while I was in high school, I was a casual worker at a flower shop, and it was definitely one of the best jobs I've ever had. And speaking of florists and the beautiful outdoors of springtime, there's more than just weather that comes along with it. Kara is here to talk about honeybees. Yes, I got to talk to a beekeeper for over an hour and a half. And yes, it is an interesting process, but he had some interesting, lesser-known facts that will not only help beekeepers, but everyone around bees this spring. Now, people that are scared of bees shouldn't necessarily be. And there's a little secret to things that actually attract bees to people. I got to talk to a bee farmer, Dave Hanneman, from Hanneman Honey, to tell me the inside scoop on what not to wear. Well, as long, you know, I, I always tell people if they come out to my yard, like I don't wear aftershaves. I don't wear, uh, believe it or not, if I'm going to go work in the bees, I won't put underarm deodorant on. Uh, I won't drink alcohol. Uh, I, I tell girls not to have hairspray in their hair or perfumes. That irritates, that actually irritates them. That, any kind of those perfumey smells, it's no different uh, when I cut my grass. If I'm riding a, a diesel lawnmower, I have to put a veil on because they'll come out and friggin' sting me because that diesel smell too is the same thing, petroleum. And if anyone would know, it would be him. It's kind of a family tradition owning bees. Well, I'm six, going on 66. I think I was eight or nine when I started helping my dad. Well, yeah, and, and my dad's dad had bees. It's not just a family tradition to have bees. It's also a family tradition to joke around. And I mean a lot. That's, that's, yeah, well, you know, I, I joke around with a lady. 
Well, she was kind of blonde. And she, she, she asked me, she, where, where do you get your bees from? I said, oh, Australia. Or no, I mean, New Zealand. She says, well, that's on the other side of the earth. I says, oh, yeah, when I release them, they fly upside down for two days until they get used to Well, she actually believed me because I said it with a straight face. And she walked away. And my nephew and I just killed ourselves laughing. And bees are just like any other animal. If they are treated poorly, then they will behave poorly. With you, I've actually gone into, because it depends on how you handle your bees too, you know. Because I've actually gone to, into another beekeeper's yard. And believe it or not, I was 100 feet away from his hives and I had to put on a suit before I even got close to him. Obviously, he handles maybe them a little rough. Uh, I could walk through my bee yard in my birthday suit and I wouldn't get bothered. Well, yeah, I know you don't. I, I shouldn't share that with you. <laughs> so don't get mad at the bees if they're a little angry. Somebody probably went in there and shook up their hive and took all their honey, which I think you would be mad as well if that happened to you. And if you want to help save the bees and give them something to make some delicious honey, definitely you can plant some lilacs, lavender, mint, sunflowers, poppies, black-eyed Susans, honeysuckles, lantas, and my personal favorite, snapdragons. I definitely will be planting some of those flowers on my balcony this spring through the summer and not wearing any perfume. I don't really want to get stung. And bees are important. I can't live without honey in my tea. Yeah, I don't think, well, most people can't live without bees. I mean, pollination, so. Bees bees are very important. (laughs) That's some interesting facts about bees, Kara. And to go along with the outdoors, I talked to my mom who talked a lot about the red chairs around Canada. Because spring is upon us and summer is on its way, Canadians tend to travel a lot. I talked to Rhonda Shabanka, who travels lots during the spring and summer, and she gave me a couple ideas on spots for you to travel. One of my favorite places to go in the spring is to see all of the green that's happening. And one of the adventures that we've done in the past is to find red chairs throughout the national parks in Canada. Specifically, we go to Jasper area and try to find all of the six different locations where there are red chairs. Red chairs were officially launched in 2014 through Parks Canada at different historical and national parks across the country. The intention of the Red Chair Experience is what it's called, is about connecting Canadians with nature. Uh, For us, it's made us discover nature. It's kind of intrigued us about trying to find them. And then accidentally along the way, we've been able to become excited about the nature around us. By looking for these red chairs and having that goal in mind, we were able to find all of these beautiful locations in Alberta. Although the red chairs are all across Canada, Rhonda said her favorite spots are the ones in Jasper and she hopes to find the rest. Out of the six locations, we've been able to find three of them and each of them offers us a different, exciting new uh, trail to go on and a different view of Jasper. Some overlook rivers, some overlook the town, some overlook different kinds of lakes. We always are excited to take a picture and try and remember the moment that we were there. We continually go back to the one at Old Fort Point that's out by Jasper and is a trail that's accessible by all people of all different levels and skills with lots of different points to stop and rest. That's my favorite location to go to because it's one that I know is easy and it's just so 
beautiful. It's amazing. At every level that you kind of get to have a break at, you kind of look around you and go, wow, this is gorgeous. And then you might walk for five more minutes and see something totally different that you didn't see five minutes earlier. And it's just more amazing and more amazing. So it's beautiful to see. That's why that's one of my favorites. All of these red chairs are spread out across Canada. There's more than just Jasper. To list off a few for you, there's Nova Scotia, Prince Edward Island, Ontario, Manitoba, BC, and the Northwest Territories. Now that is a very, very small amount of where all these red chairs are located. And to find out where more of the chairs are located, maybe even near you, go to pc.gc.ca. I've personally been to some of the places with the red chairs and can honestly say you need to find one and check it out. The views that are at these chairs that are breathtaking. Yeah, I know there's even a few red chairs here in our own backyard, like in Elk Island. That's right, Ian. The feed brought to you by NR92's Last Laugh. Listen, comment, win tickets for you and a buddy to Yuck Yuck Century Casino. We'll be back after this break. And now I play my special trap card, and... Hey, you. Me? Duh, scrawny. Do you want to get some games? I mean, I'm doing pretty well in this match. No, not those games. Games at the gym. Come on down to the Nate Recreation and Fitness Weight Center. But I don't have any money. You're a student. You get in for free. Well, what about my friends who don't go to Nate? No way. The prices for non-students are super affordable. How affordable? Visit nate.ca for more information. NR92 Live 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 Like you just want me to say live <laughs> Live from the South How's it going? I'm Shaky Do you have a band that's legendary as Nickelback? Or you're a singer-songwriter that's like the king of pop himself, Justin Bieber? Then take the stage as the event for you on Thursday, April 4th at The Nest Take the stage as a Battle of the Band style event looking for the best music talent at Nate. The top performer or group gets a chance to play at Nest Fest in September. Your musical journey starts with Take the Stage on Thursday, April 4th at the Nest from 4 until 7. Sign up today at natesa.ca slash events. I'm Shaky for NR92, coming to you live from the South Lobby. Girl, you want to hang out after class? Can't. I got a game. What kind of game? I play in the Intramural League every week. Sounds like fun. Is that hard to join? Nope, it's really easy. Soccer, volleyball, basketball, and hockey. There's even a dodgeball tournament. I'm definitely interested. Yeah, I've lost some weight, made some friends. Okay, okay, I'm sold. Join Intramurals with a team or on your own by going to nate.ca and searching Intramural. Um, so this is college radio? Yeah, it's NR92, Nate's campus radio station. Dot 
This is NR92. Your music. Your music. Your music. Your attitude. And we're returning to the feed. Welcome back to the feed brought to you by NR92's Last Lap. Listen, comment, win tickets for you and a buddy to Yuck Yuck Centric Casino. We're talking about spring this week, and so far we've covered about activities of outside florists and honeybees. Yeah, we've talked a lot about all the fun things to do during spring, but we haven't talked about the food yet, and that's why Coop's here to tell us about. Yeah, spring is the best time of year for sure. It's getting warmer, and so is the grill. It's the time of year to break out the barbecue and get cooking. I went around the Nate campus to ask Nate students all about it. You can look outside and see the snow is starting to melt away. The birds are chirping. It's wet. The number one sign that spring is upon us? The smell of all the barbecues in the neighborhood firing up around supper time. I don't know about you, but that makes me... Very hungry! Okay, so the barbecues are starting to roll out now that it's spring. But some students at Nate have been grilling all year. I've had the barbecue out since December. You have to be extremely dedicated to stand outside and barbecue in December. Kudos. It's not about what brand of barbecue you have or the tongs you use. It's all about what you throw on the grill. And although some of the obvious options showed up, Nate students do have some variety when it comes to their favorite foods to throw on the flame. Steak. Thank you. Steak, chicken, and vegetables. Cucumbers, yucky. Mushrooms, yucky. Onions, yucky. And smelly. Most Albertans aren't too picky. Uh, me. Okay, so that was pretty standard. A lot of stuff you'd expect. But what are some of the craziest things Nate students have ever seen thrown on the barbecue? Fish bombs thrown barbecue. Oof, that's crazy. That's, yeah. that's wild. Watermelon. Bruh, that's a fruit. It's actually good though. Pizza Frog. Frog? Without hesitation. Where'd you even find a frog? Was it somebody's pet? This had to be in some other country, I hope. You have no more excuses. You can throw anything on your barbecue this spring, apparently. Have you busted out your barbecue yet? What are you going to make? Hopefully you have tons of ideas now. And if I made you... Very hungry! Then go and fire up that barbecue and feast. Or do one better and sign up for Nate's four-hour barbecue basics course and become a grill master over the summer. It's on June 1st. Register online at nate.ca. Best part about the barbecue for me is I'm not very good at cooking any other way in the kitchen, so it makes me feel like Bobby Flay, and I become grill, a grill master when barbecue season comes around. What are your guys' favorite things to throw on the barbecue? Uh, steak. Completely. 100% steak. 100%. Honestly, i got to keep it with the burgers. we got to keep it simple. <laughs> yeah, that's a good choice. I Burger, steak, yeah, but steak for me. Well, thank you, Coop. Uh, I'm definitely hungry now. It's just after lunch, so that makes sense, and now it's even, I'm even more hungry. How about you, Caitlin? I'm pretty excited to bring up my barbecue now, but it's time to talk more about spring indoors. And Brendan is here to talk about spring cleaning. Hi. Hey. Hey, Mom. How are you doing? I am good, thank you. How are you? I'm good, but uh, so at school we're doing this thing about spring, and I just want to know, have you started your spring cleaning this year yet? I have just started. How's that going for you? I have started spring cleaning in one of the bedrooms, cleaning out closets and drawers. And then I'll work my way through the house, getting rid of old clothes and stuff. Oh, okay, I understand. So, Mom, just 
just just one question, okay? So, do you do spring cleaning every single year? Yes, I do. Sometimes it takes me a little longer than other years, but yes, I do spring cleaning every year. I see. I think that's pretty relatable, honestly, Mom. But, uh, question, do you know where the term spring cleaning actually originates from and where it comes from, perhaps, by chance? No, I actually don't. Do you? Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, Do you want to know by chance? Sure. So, some researchers trace the origins of spring cleaning back to the Persian New Year's because every single year... The Persian New Year's falls on the first day of spring. Does that make sense, Mom? Really? Yeah, pretty unreal. And that's where spring cleaning came from? Well, that's where researchers believe it came from anyway. I'm not entirely sure, Mom. I see. That's interesting. So, moving on, how far into your spring cleaning would you say you're at? Would you say you're basically done, or where are you at with that, Mom? No, I would say I am about one-tenth of the way through my spring cleaning. Oh, you've been putting it off? (laughs) How far are you into doing your spring cleaning? I've really only finished one and a half rooms. So, I guess you should probably work on that, shouldn't you? (laughs) Well, thanks so much for all your time. That's all you needed, buddy? Yeah, that's really all I needed. Thanks so much for your help. Okay, have a good day, buddy. Bye. Bye. That was a great conversation I had with my mom. And honestly, I learned a lot about spring cleaning. I didn't know where it originated from or anything. But it's nice to know that I actually am ahead of my mother on spring cleaning this year. Yeah, that was really cool to learn the history of it. Thank you, Brendan. That was a really nice story. I'm definitely not one who likes to clean a bunch, especially when it's so nice out. I'm terrible for cleaning, but honestly, I do get the spring cleaning bug. Once it gets warm, watch out. I'm flipping the whole house upside down. (laughs) And to finish off the feed today, we've got a different kind of spring cleaning. (laughs) Haha, yes. Welcome, potholes. We'll call this the City of Edmonton Spring Cleaning, and Sarah's here to tell us all about it. That's right, guys. So spring has finally sprung, but so has everyone's least favorite, pothole season. I spoke with Eduardo Fazzo, Director of Infrastructure Maintenance in Edmonton and asked them about the current pothole situation. Well, in terms of potholes, we have prepared around 10,000 potholes uh, year to day. Uh, and uh, so from uh, January 1st to now, we've done 18,000 potholes. And potholes are 24-7 operations for our crews. And you wouldn't believe how many potholes they fill. But uh, each year, we repair, uh, you know, around half a million potholes, so 500,000 potholes. Last year, we repaired uh, 400, around 424,000 potholes, so many more, yeah. It's a bit too soon to say if it's a better or worse year for potholes. However, because most of the snow has already melted, Eduardo predicts we are for sure going to see a peak. Okay, so we are notified through our system, and then we go and inspect it, and then we schedule the work, and then the work takes place. Uh, that's, basically how, uh, that's basically how we fill the, uh, the potholes. So there you have it, pothole season. How about you guys? Have you seen any crazy potholes? There's been way too many on my street. I feel like my whole street is just pothole heaven. Yeah, my entire street outside my apartment is just one giant crater at this point. (laughs) Thank you, Sarah, for filling in the last 
last portion of the feed, let's hope the city of Edmonton will do the same to our roads. Well, we talked about the great activities and outdoor sports to do in the spring. We talked about honeybees, barbecuing and the nice weather, cleaning, and pretty much covered what spring means to us. Thank you for joining us today on our spring feed, brought to you by NR92's Last Laugh. Listen, comment, win tickets for you and a buddy to Yuck Yuck's Century Casino. If you just missed the feed, you can hear it again on NR92 Sunday night at 7.30 or find it on NR92's SoundCloud page. You want friends to say goodbye? It's never goodbye.